Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Nintendo Fanboys. And you may be wondering, why is this an episode of Nintendo Fanboys? Is this some giant conspiracy? And the answer is yes, yes it is. I have a ton of Nintendo-related news and announcements and discussions to have today, and I just thought it was kind of a cop-out if I was just going to slap in, say, one story for the PS4 and or Xbox One or PC or whatever. It's kind of silly. It's ridiculous. It's going to be like 98% Nintendo-related and then 1% or 2% uh, other. So I just thought that was sort of silly. So let's go ahead and jump on in and talk about, well, a whole bunch of Nintendo-related goodies. Although, before we begin, I guess I should mention the fact that this podcast is available day and date as it's recorded available via podcast services such as iTunes and elsewhere. So if you're a big fan of the show, if you subscribe via one of those services, you'll be able to get the show as soon as it's up. Otherwise, you got to wait until every second Sunday. And uh, that's when we usually alternate between Canadian gamers and Nintendo fanboys. But like I said, every now and then, if there's big news that breaks or whatever, we'll do a repetition, which is what we're doing right now. And of course, I am alone again because my compatriots couldn't meet up with me. So this is kind of unfortunate. So I'll do my best to keep you entertained. So, pretty much, the first thing that we always do is, what have you been playing? So, Jared, what have you been playing? Well, for the most part, this particular week, I have not been playing Dragon Quest Eleven. I actually haven't played all week. I've been a very, very bad boy. What I have been playing instead, though, is I've been playing Metroid Samus Returns, which is available on the 3DS. And I wanted to talk just a little bit about it. I have four Metroids left. Just got the power bombs, so I'm I'm right at the end of the game, pretty much. I have just a few more things I need to do, and then we'll be good to go. So, yeah, what do I think of it? Well, I think, first off, I'll get the negative out of the way right away. I think uh, our fears that Steven and I had mentioned a long time ago have come true. And that is the fact that the um, the melee or the counter mechanic is basically the whole game. So you will use this mechanic over and over and over and over and over and over again for every single enemy in the entire game. All boss fights too uh, with the uh, Metroids are are really heavily counter mechanic based. Uh, there's just a few uh, bosses or like mini bosses or whatever you want to call them that don't use that mechanic but for the most part you're going you're going to spend about 99% of your time using the counter mechanic and I gotta admit it's fun it's not bad like at all it's just that it's really overused like it's it's unbelievable there's a few things too that I found kind of not pointless but just really not used to their full potential such as the ice beam you really don't need to use that as much as you did in some of the previous games and that's okay I mean it's it's not so bad um, and that's that's pretty much it in terms of negativity. I don't really have anything else. Oh, yes, I can say um, backtracking for the most part while in-game is pointless. So just get all the way to the end of the game, get all of your different gear, and then go back. Because for the most part, you're going to be getting nothing more than 
you know, missile containers, um, super missile containers, uh, power bomb containers and things like that. And then of course, energy containers. But for the most part, I just found that there wasn't really a good incentive to return to previously explored areas. It's not like in some of the other games where you have like, say, um, oh, I don't know, like a cool weapon or something like that that would show up. They'd be like, oh, wow, that was neat. I didn't expect that. Or like the, the spider ball or, or anything like that. Here, it's, it's really not so much weapons and stuff like that. Like the weapons, it's linear. You have no choice but to go in this particular direction in order to get a, a said weapon that you want. Now, again, I might be making this sound terrible, but I've actually been having an absolute blast. It's so, so nice to have a new Metroid game. I really love the 3D. I haven't played a game with 3D on in a very, very long time, and it's fantastic. Like, the depth, the field, the depth field, or the field of depth, or whatever it's called, is is fantastic. I've really, really been impressed with this. And it's just a fun game, you know? It's Metroid. There's not much more you can say about this. There's one or two areas where I I got stuck pretty bad. I've lost, oh, I don't know, maybe two hours or so, where I just couldn't figure out where the hell I had to go. But they streamline exploration quite nicely, where you can use this sort of scan mechanism that will even highlight which blocks in the environment are uh, are destructible. Now, I know some people are going to be like, oh, that's a cop-out, man, and stuff like that. But for the most part, I actually really enjoy it. I, I think it just it adds to the game in, in, a, in one way because it just makes it a little bit easier to uh, to find all the different hidden areas. But that doesn't make it a breeze like you still have to go through you still have to find stuff you still have to scan you know what i mean like so i don't know i saw i noticed that some people were really like knocking on the game for that but i actually didn't mind it there are a few things that i wish they would have done like i don't like the fact that it's called area one area two area three four five six seven eight i don't I don't like that. I find that really cheesy. Give the uh, the different locations on SR388 some sort of name. You know what I mean? It just seems, I don't know, it seems unfinished when you're playing a game and you go down into an area. It's like, entering area two. It's, I don't know. Anyways, but for the most part, seriously, everything has been really, really fun. The combat, though, like I said, is very repetitive in the sense that it's always the same. And I also find it kind of weird that you don't really have that much variety in terms of the enemies. You're mostly fighting the same six, four to six enemies over and over and over and over and over again. They just get a little bit more powerful. And I thought that was a little jarring in the sense that Going back, I know, I know, going back to Super Metroid, I don't really like to compare it to Super Metroid. That's one of the greatest games ever made. But Super Metroid had a lot of diversity, a lot of different enemies and whatnot. Even some enemies would only be there for one particular uh, area, you know? Not even an area. Sometimes one room had one particular enemy and then you never saw it again. You don't really get that here. Here, it's like I said, it's pretty much the same dudes over and over and over again. They just get you know, slightly more powerful as you get more powerful. Now, again, I might be making this sound terrible, but it's not. It's not terrible at all. I'm having an absolute blast. I'm going to finish it off, most likely uh, today or tomorrow, and then I'm going to go back, and I really want to finish off Dragon Quest XI. If you guys notice on Twitch, you're, you know, you still have lots and lots of videos 
Um, I think we have like two or three weeks still worth of videos that are on YouTube that still have to be posted. But I just want to finish it off so that I can move on to uh, to other things because now I've I've played through the game literally twice in a row, and I'm getting near the end though of the uh, main campaign, and then we'll uh, we'll shoot off to some of the post game content. But I don't know if uh, I originally I was going to get you know like all the trophies and stuff like that. We'll see how it goes. It depends on what comes out and what I'm in the mood to play. But I will definitely continue with that uh, with that playthrough because it's an awesome game and I absolutely love it. Still no word on a uh, North American release for uh, Dragon Quest XI on the 3DS, which is a little disappointing. I really hope it uh, gets released here. Okay, so some uh, news here. So we got some interesting, interesting news that a lot of indie titles have actually been performing really well on the Switch. Wonder Boy actually outsold all the other versions combined. Uh, we also know that Oceanhorn did very well as well. So this is a very interesting thing to me. This is one of the first Nintendo consoles where games are actually selling. Like, third-party games are selling very well. One need only look to uh, Ultra Street Fighter 2. Who the hell thought that that game would would sell as well as it did? It's almost at a million copies sold. This is for an overpriced game from 30 years ago that pretty much is still a Super Nintendo game. It's um, really, really shocking. A buddy of mine uh, picked it up, brought it over the other day, and we were actually having a blast with it. When it goes down in price, I, I will most certainly pick that one up. Um, all right, so what do we got? Uh, okay. We've got Nintendo Switch not affecting PS4 sales, says Sony's Andrew House. Um, this is kind of an interesting one, okay? Because right, what was it? Right now, the uh, Switch is actually outselling all the other platforms on pretty much a monthly basis now. Or, or if it's not number one, it'll be like number two. And why this is very interesting is that the PlayStation 4 is actually up compared to last year year over year it's actually increasing its sales so that's insane so andrew house may actually be right in the sense that if if the ps4 is outselling the ps4 from last year which was already like record sales and the switch is outselling the ps4 holy mac you know what i mean like that's a hell of a lot of sales and It'll be interesting to see globally what what happens here because this is good stuff. This is really good for the whole industry. We have the Xbox One X coming out soon too, and I'm curious to see how that's going to perform. I know Microsoft said it was its number one pre-ordered product ever, so maybe maybe the industry is still going to be growing, and that's really rare considering you know this point in the uh, generation's life cycle. It's odd to see all this growth so this is really really good stuff and nintendo should be very happy and especially more so than even the hardware sales is the fact that the software sales are just doing fantastic this is not the nintendo wii nor the nintendo wii u this platform is really selling and selling damn well so speaking of which we now have Pretty much for the rest of the um, the podcast, I'm going to go over 500 points uh, that made up the latest Nintendo Direct. I'm going to talk about different things 
Um, not just that were announced, but um, some of my impressions on certain things. Now, I may not have absolutely every single thing here because there's tons. I went to um, uh, GameSpot and just pulled their list and then added some notes. So if there's anything missing, it's their fault. Okay, so they're not in any order. We're just going to go through them. So there was a special Pokemon-themed new 2DS XL that's coming out in November, which coincides with the release of Ultra Sun and Moon. I actually have those two games on pre-order. Uh, we have the new 3DS version of Minecraft was uh, announced, and it actually came out the day of the uh, Direct, which was kind of neat. Uh, Mario Party, the top 100, is one of their new compilation games for Mario Party that has 100 mini-games, the best of the best mini-games, and it's coming to the 3DS. I didn't write down if there was a release date announced or not, so I'll have to see about that. Uh, what have we got? Uh, we got a new color for 2DS XL, which was announced, which is the one that was out in, uh, was it Europe or in Japan? It's the white and orange one. It actually looks quite nice, but I'm good with my 3DS XL. Thank you very much. My new 3DS XL. Uh, the open world RPG Xenoblade Chronicles 2 hits on December 1st, and they also announced a rather generic uh, special edition. I'm actually really looking forward to this one. Uh, later in the year, this is why I've got to finish Dragon Quest XI, because I really want to jump into Xenoblade Chronicles 2 and Skyrim later this year on the Switch. I'm pretty much that's what I'm going to be playing later this year, I believe. I don't think there's much else. I still have Uncharted Lost Legacy that I really want to check out, and I would be checking that out right now, uh, but alas... I've got to finish my Dragon Quest XI. So hopefully I'll be able to finish Dragon Quest XI in the next couple of weeks. I really, really, really want to put that aside so that I can jump in and play a few other things. And I know you guys will most likely be like, yeah, but then what are you going to Let's Play? And I don't necessarily need to have a Let's Play all the time, so we'll see. Um, we'll, we'll see. Uh, so, where are we? Fire Emblem Warriors adds Lin. And uh, I'll be honest, I'm actually starting to get a little bit excited for this one. And the game, if I uh, gotta go all the way down here, it's out on October 20th. So that could be kind of cool. It's got some amiibo functionality. Um, I don't really have many of the Fire Emblem amiibos. I know that they announced a couple more. I think it was at E3 during the Treehouse, uh, but yeah, I have uh, what maybe five of the Fire Emblem ones. I don't know. Uh, Kirby Battle Royale announced for the 3DS. I really thought this was previously announced as part of their, that whole, like, uh, I don't know, what was it, 20th, 25th anniversary or something like that? They had, like, a bunch of games that they announced for the 3DS. I thought that was one, but anyways, GameStop, uh, sorry, GameSpot says that, nope, it's announced. So, okay, apparently it's a new announcement. Okay, this one was kind of neat. This was the announcement that Nintendo's adding arcade game ports that include the likes of Versus Super Mario Brothers, Versus Balloon Fight, Versus Ice Climber, Versus Pinball, and Versus Clu Clu Land. Now, they also showed Punch-Out, so that'll be very interesting to see how that works. 
Games will be available on the eShop starting September 27th, and they're actually being uh, ported over by the wonderful folks at Hamster who handle all of the Arcade Archive Neo Geo releases. Now, interestingly enough, this is actually, these games are actually under the banner of Arcade Archives, which I find very, very interesting. Sadly, yet again, there is no announcement of the Virtual Console, but there is something kind of neat. There's a story that's going around that every single Switch out there has an NES emulator built into it, and that for Satoru Iwata's, uh, I guess it was, it's on his death, yeah, if you if you take the system and you put it to when uh, Iwata-san passed away, and you take the Joy Cons and you you do his little direct motion that he used to do all the time, that you'll actually um, like boot the system up and play golf, Nintendo Golf, the original golf, and I thought that was a really nice tribute to uh to Iwata and I I have no idea if this is I think it's real I mean uh, I've seen videos and stuff like that but it's awkward because you can't just change your date of your uh of your system I just thought that was a really really nice gesture that uh, that was done so going back to the, um to these games most of these games were actually perfected or bettered if that's a word on the NES, so it's going to be interesting to see how these games actually hold up. And for those of you who are super excited that Nintendo arcade games are coming to to the Switch, don't get too excited. They didn't release very many. Once the NES was, uh, you know, a like certified hit, they pretty much shifted gears. Now, if you're looking for an arcade version of Donkey Kong, that may not happen due to a wide assortment of legal issues with that particular game. So I'd love if the original arcade version could get released, but I'm not holding uh, not holding my breath. Now, I was really disappointed that they still haven't talked about the Virtual Console. This, to me, seems just asinine. I really don't get it. At this particular point, I'm actually lost. I do not understand why you would release a virtual console on the Wii, on the 3DS, and the Wii U, and not have it available on the Switch. I, I, I'm really, really perplexed. And while this is cool, getting these arcade games, they're being made by another company. So, is Nintendo just totally dropping off with virtual consoles? Like, is that it? Is is it dead? Even though there's an NES emulator built into the damn platform, and that we know that they're they're sort of souping up games for uh, their online multiplayer uh, service for next year, I still find it very very odd that we do not have a virtual console it would make my life so much easier for retro wednesdays if i could just use those games you know like pick some random uh nes or snes game or turbo graphics game or whatever and and play it like that but it sure doesn't look like that's going to be happening and it's uh it's quite a shame uh thankfully ahmed and um cranberry both of them actually had uh reserved a lovely pal um 
SNES Classic. So I'm going to get a PAL version. It makes no difference today. It's the exact same thing connected through HDMI, and there we go. So at least that'll give me like 30 or 25 or whatever it is uh, SNES games that I can review. So I'll go ahead and do that once it comes in. Alrighty, so next off, uh, well, I don't remember if we had the announcement, uh, that the SNES Classic and the NES Classic are actually going back into production. Now, we knew that the SNES Classic was going to last, you know, all this year, but Nintendo's basically said that they, they ha- are really upping the production of the SNES Classic now because of how quickly it sold out all over the world. Uh, and what they're doing is, on day one, there will be more SNES Classics available than there ever were for the entirety of the NES Classic. But they're still going to up the production of it, and they're going to re-release the NES Classic, which is fantastic. And I hope they uh, they go a little bit further with the uh, the NES Classic and don't just re- re-release it. I'm hoping that they actually fix the stupid uh, cables for the uh, controller because they're ridiculously small. So hopefully that actually happens. If it does, I'll be very, very happy because, um, well, just because I really wanted a SNES Classic and I, I just couldn't get it. I got so close. Um, I think it was with Best Buy and my browser just stopped working when it went into the uh, verified by Visa sort of checkout. I was so upset because I was so, so close to getting one. But anyway, c'est la vie. That's the way these things work. And if they do up the production and and the fact that I have a PAL version, that's fantastic. But I would like to have a North American one uh, just because for memory's sake. Um, But if if they up the production, then I can get it later on. It's no big deal. Okay, The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild's Champions Amiibo release on November 10th, yet we still don't know when the second DLC pack is going to be released for the game itself. If you scan the figures into the game, they unlock a helmet based on the champion's respective divine beast. Nintendo said that it's going to reveal more information soon, so it's going to be neat to see exactly what these things do, because right now we don't really know. And I'm still perplexed why we don't have any information about that uh, second DLC pack, but I'm fairly certain the reason why is we're going to have a whole direct, most likely, on that particular DLC pack. So I'm looking forward to that. That's going to be pretty, pretty cool. All right, next up. Skyrim for the Nintendo Switch will release on November 17th, and I'm very excited to play this one on the go. I played this on the PS3, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. Or was it the Xbox 360? I don't know, whatever. Um, and it was a really, really good game, and it was a long time ago, and I didn't do everything um, that you could do on it. So I think between Skyrim and Xenoblade Chronicles 2, I think this uh, holiday season I'm going to have a lot of stuff to play, and I think I'm going to take a week or two uh, near Christmas just for Jared. You know what I mean? Like, I, I just want some downtime where I can play some of these games and just just have fun. Uh, speaking of Bethesda, there's some really interesting announcements that they made on top of just the fact that Skyrim was coming out. They announced that there's going to be a Switch version of Doom that's going to get released later this holiday season. And yes, it's going to have uh, a couple of features missing, but this is actually being built from the ground up for the Switch. That is 
fascinating. Doom was an excellent game. Now, depending on when it gets released, I may actually pick this one up again to give it another spin because I had a really good time with Doom on the PS4. It was was really, really good. I, I really enjoyed it. And you haven't played it yet. This may be a very good version to get. And yes, it's going to miss some features, but still very interesting. They also announced that Wolfenstein 2, the new Colossus, will be heading to the Switch in 2018. And again, this is going to have to be completely retooled to work on the Switch because this is a PS4 and Xbox One game, and well, PC, of course. Uh, so very, very interesting. It's a little disappointing in the sense that, you know, it gets released after the other versions, but still, this is... This is really, really interesting. What's going on with Bethesda and Nintendo? Are they, like, planning a child or something? I'm wondering if it has to do with Skyrim. I'm willing to um, to place a bet here that Skyrim is probably pre-selling way higher than they expected. And I have a feeling that when you couple that with the fact that the hardware is selling so well, I think that's it. You know, I think Bethesda is just sitting there going like, well, wait a minute here. Like, we could potentially make some serious money on this system. And that's uh, that's something all developers should take note of. Games are selling. This is not like the old Nintendo platforms of the past. This This seems to be, this seems to be working. So I'm very excited for that. Next up was an announcement that Project Octopath Traveler will have a demo that was available right away at the time of the Nintendo Direct. Now, guys, go check it out. It's absolutely fantastic and a really long demo that allows multiple branches. It's really good. The one thing that I would suggest is that they change the name. This sounds horrible. Project Octopath Traveler is terrible. You need a better name, Square Enix. And uh, I'm really looking forward to this. Played the hell out of the demo and just really had a really good time with it. All right, next up, a little bit of Super Mario Odyssey news. There's a pretty cool photo mode that's going to be packed in with the game that looks kind of neat. More and more games are doing that. It's not really my thing, but still, still fun. And that's another one that I have to be mindful of, that Super Mario uh, Odyssey is actually coming out this holiday season. Oof got to be careful there's too many games too many games i'm actually just going to boot up my release list here and take a look so no bu- 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 bu. okay so we've got sign mora ex is coming out on the 26th then there's axiom verge fire emblem warriors super mario odyssey and xenoblade chronicles 2 and skyrim oh boy those are all the games that I have on pre-order right now. I don't really have anything else. And I don't really plan on getting anything else unless there's something I'm missing for the PS4. That's actually rather shocking. Uh, it's pretty wild. There's nothing coming out on the PS4? Interesting. Anyways, okay. Um, new Super Mario Odyssey. Uh, why do I say new Super Mario Odyssey? Super Mario Odyssey Switch Bundle was also revealed. So it's another system that will sell out in seconds. And that looks pretty cool. Um, Kirby, what is it? Kirby Star Allies, which was announced at E3 back in June, is the first Kirby game for the Switch, and it's coming out in spring 2018. I'm looking forward to that one as well. 
that's something that uh, Cranberry is a massive fan of. And I'm uh, I'm looking forward to just getting into it. Okay, so for the rest of the announcements, there's going to be a lot of um, just, you know, quick one-shot type stuff. Splatoon 2 is getting more updates, one piece of which is uh, the returning map, Kelp Dome. And it arrives on September 15th, so that means it's already out. And it's part of a free update. And another stage, Snapper Cannel. And uh, a new Brella weapon called Tentabrella will launch at some point in the future. There's also an update for ARMS that's out right now, and it lets players remap the controls. And a new fighter, Lola Pop, is also out. Snipperclips Plus, cut it out together, is an updated version of the original game featuring 30... Oh, no, sorry, featuring over 30 new stages and more. If you've already bought the game digitally, you can get the additional content via a $10 DLC purchase from the eShop. And the physical release and the update launch on November 10th, priced at $30 for the physical copy or the or the download. Uh, let's see. NBA 2K18 for the Switch launches on the eShop on September 15th, with a physical release in stores on October 17th. So it's out right now. FIFA 18 is coming to the Switch on September 29th. WWE 2K18 is on the way for the Switch 2, but they did not announce a release date. A new shooter called Morphe's Law is coming to the Switch this winter. The concept is that when you land a shot, it transfers the mass from your foe to the attacker. So that can lead to some rather interesting scenarios. Arena of Valor is a new free-to-play MOBA from Tencent, where, well, Tencent, huh, funny, where you can choose from 35 heroes, including roles like a tank, mage, warrior, and assassin. A beta test version of the game will launch later this winter. The new Professor Layton game, Layton's Mystery Journal uh, Journey. Um, what is it? Catriel and the Millionaire's Conspiracy launches on the 3DS on October 6th. Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga and Bowser's Minions comes out on October 6th, and it supports the new Goomba and Koopa Troopa Amiibo and the Boo Amiibo. They did not say what the Amiibo will do. They said they'll announce that later on. So October 6th, so they're going to have to announce that rather soon. Yokai Watch 2 Psychic Specters, which is described as the definitive version of Yokai Watch 2, will launch on September 29th, and people who own the base game already can download an update on September 14th that adds the Yokai Watch Psychic Blasters mode. The RPG The Alliance Alive will launch in early 2018, and it's described as an old-school RPG. It looks pretty cool, actually. There's going to be a free demo for Etrian Odyssey 5 Beyond the Myth, which launches at the time of the uh, Direct, and the game's full release is later this fall. Shin Megami Tensei Strange Journey Redux launches on, um, oh, it doesn't say on, it's in early 2018, and it adds new story content, additional endings, a new dungeon to explore, and enhanced graphics. Two more announcements, one of which you already know. Apollo Justice Ace Attorney launches in November, and Fire Emblem Warriors is due out on October 20th. Dun, dun, dun. And there you have it. 
that is all of the announcements that were made from um, from the Nintendo Direct. So that's pretty much the end of the podcast. But I wanted to end off with a blast from the past that coincides with the release of Metroid. Uh, Samus Returns, which is Metroid 2, The Return of Samus. That game is a very, very strange one. If you go back today and you try and play Metroid on the NES, if you have the NES Classic, if you're one of the three people in the world that have it, like me, I'm super lucky I got my hands on one. Um, if you do have one of those, go ahead and play Metroid today. I dare you you will see that it's really primitive. Really interesting game. Like I really like the concepts that they were going with, but for the most part, it's an extremely primitive game. There's no map system. You uh, you can't really fire across the whole screen. You can't fire down. and Or could you fire down and you couldn't fire... No, I, I don't think you can fire down. Anyways, whatever. The, the point is that I know you can't diagonally fire, and it, it still it was a... It was a a really welcome game upon its release, but it's it's primitive. And it was amazing to see a Game Boy game that was more advanced than an NES game. And that uh, that's the thing with uh, Metroid 2 that always impressed the crap out of me. Because I'm one of those guys that bought the original Game Boy in 1989. I still have it boxed up and everything. And... I'll never forget playing Metroid 2 because it was just such such an experience. You were like, how is this how is this possible? Yes, it's you know, it was in monochrome, but it played better. It felt tighter, more refined. And yes, the gameplay was quite quite different compared to the original Metroid, especially with the fact that you were going and hunting all these different Metroids on SR388, but it was a really special game, and it remains pretty much the only example that I can think of, and maybe you guys can think of others, where a Game Boy game actually surpassed a NES game at that particular point in time, and I still say that's it's super, super impressive. The next one that comes to mind is Link's Awakening, but didn't surpass the game that came before it, which was A Link to the Past. It, it just... It used a lot of those elements and fused those over to the Game Boy, which was still super ridiculously impressive. But with Metroid 2, it was actually a better game in terms of the development of it than the original. And I, I always thought that was so, so impressive from a gameplay perspective. It just was tighter, more refined. And even like the sprite of Samus was, was nicer. Like she looked good. And so that's that. That's how we're going to end off today, guys. So I hope everybody enjoyed. Lots of Nintendo stuff as usual. And it seems like we're going to have a very, very loaded uh, holiday season with the Nintendo Switch and the 3DS. A lot of really good games coming out. And it's a really good time to be a Nintendo fan. So I hope you enjoyed. All right, guys. Until next time. <laughs>